The FT. Next month's presidential election in Nigeria will pit incumbent Goodluck Jonathan, a Christian from the oil-producing South, against former military ruler Muhammadu Buhari from the predominantly Muslim North. It is expected to be the most closely fought election since the transition from military rule in 1999, and comes at a time when the outlook for the country is bleak. Africa's largest economy, Nigeria, depends on oil for more than 90% of export earnings and 70% of state revenues, and the falling oil price has hit the economy hard. In addition, the Boko Haram insurgency in the northeast of the country is becoming a serious threat, not just to the security of Nigeria, but to neighbouring states too. I'm Fiona Simon, and with me in the studio to discuss the two presidential candidates is William Wallace, FT Africa reporter. Hi, William. Hello. What's Mr. Jonathan's record, and how has his support been holding up? Well, the election will be fought not only on issues,、uh, but also along、uh, religious, ethnic, and other lines. And it's likely that Mr. Jonathan will command considerable support in his sort of natural. Base in the southeast and south south of the country, and that General Buhari will win、uh, much of the predominantly Muslim north. But what makes this a much tighter contest than before is partly President Jonathan's record. For example, his failure really over the last few years to contain the escalating insurgency in the northeast of the country, which is now really weighing on Nigerians' minds, and also his record in combating corruption, which. Which has been fairly out of control under his presidency. Have there been any notable successes of his presidency? He's brought a very different style to the presidency. He's not an obvious strongman, and many of Nigeria's previous leaders have been that. So some people do appreciate that side to his character. He's also presided over a period of fairly strong economic growth. But what's unfortunate for him as he runs into the election is that the fall of the oil price has really hit the economy just as he's facing re-election. So people are thinking about that rather than the boom years that have preceded. Is he backed by the business community? Well, obviously, there are business people who have a real vested interest in him continuing in office. Those with sort of great ties to the government. There are also a fair number of business people who would probably prefer to see some kind of continuity and worry that if there was an upset in the election and the opposition wins, that it could affect some critical policies. For example, in the power sector. So there are business people who support him, but there are also other business people. Who are infuriated by the state of national finances after this boom year, and the fact that very few savings have been put away, and those business people are affected by the depreciating naira and、uh, are worried about the outlook in the future, and they may be betting that a presidency with General Buhari would be safer for Nigeria. What about the army? Is there a threat of a coup if the insurgency in the northeast can't be brought under control? Well, I think it's pretty universally accepted now that the army is not the army it once was, and that it's in real need of reform and to be rebuilt. There's also serious morale problems among some of the troops involved in the fighting in the northeast. So I think it is an election issue what to do with the army. A coup, on the other hand, would be 
fairly catastrophic for Nigeria and could really inflame the existing tensions between the regions and religions. And I think that's probably the event that people fear most, really, at this point. How would Mr. Buhari's policies differ from those of Goodluck Jonathan? During his campaign, he's positioned himself as the strong man that Nigeria needs to revive and restore the integrity of the military, take on the terrorist insurgents in the northeast, and also combat corruption. And he has something of a track record on the latter, particularly because he took power in a coup in 1983. at a similar sort of time when Nigeria had enjoyed an oil boom. Politicians had become very corrupt and the oil price collapsed and suddenly Nigeria was in trouble. And General Buhari declared a war on indiscipline and went after corruption. But that's also in parts of the country a real handicap for him because at that time his regime had a very poor human rights record and a lot of business people were thrown in jail. And so the ruling party has been trying to draw on those negative aspects of his time as a military ruler in the 80s. What are the polls showing and is the election likely to pass off peacefully? Well, there are some pretty disturbing signs that there could be violence. Both parties have had buildings attacked. There have been a number of incidents in which President Jonathan, for example, his motorcade was stoned in one state. So it's extremely tense and there's a a hell of a lot riding on this election and the fact that it is so close and however reliable they are, but most polls show that there's very little between the two candidates. So I think that makes it all the more imperative that the polls are actually credible and that they go ahead as transparently as possible. And this obviously hasn't been the case in some previous Nigerian elections. What's your feeling about this one? Well, there are some serious logistical problems already. They've produced these new biometric voters' cards in an attempt to eliminate fraud from the process. But at the moment, there's tens of millions of people who haven't received them yet. And if they go into an election without every eligible voter getting their voters' cards, that could also inflame tensions. I think there's a lot to be worried about. Thank you very much. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.